Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app, whether that's Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or any of the others. You can also find us on Dash Radio. Download the Dash Radio app. For free, search for Nothing and Net. You'll find us there every single day at 7 p.m. Also, make sure you check out FiveReasonSports.com for all the latest stories on the Heat and the other teams in town, starting with our guy Brady Hawk. We're trying to get over 3,000 followers. And, of course, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. As we speak, Royal Shepherd has actually returned as the host. He was waiting until the Heat lost. And, unfortunately, for everybody else, the Heat lost tonight. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes Chase Signs and Graphics. That's right here in Broward County with more than 15 years of experience designing, building, and installing signs. Chase Signs and Graphics is an end-to-end solution for your signage needs, providing everything from graphic design to production to installation. Successful businesses and organizations require quality signs and graphics for, for, for a professional look and to entice customers. That's why people turn to Chase Signs and Graphics. They offer a variety of custom products, including building signs, banners, vehicle graphics, lobby signs, indoor signs, monument signs, and more. Their friendly staff will schedule a site visit and have an estimate ready within 48 hours. So don't trust just anyone to your signs and graphics. Call in the experts. Chase Signs and Graphics proudly serves all of Broward County. If you need professional signage to help your business organization stand out, call today at 954-257-1828. That's 954-257-1828 or follow Signs Broward on Twitter. Again, one more time, 954-257-1828. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Here's today's floor plan. I am at the arena. That's why you hear some bouncing here, some people playing on the court afterwards. Greg Sylvander is back at his home. No Alex Toledo tonight. He will be back tomorrow. As I mentioned, Royal Shepherd is on the stream with some of our Five Reasons Skyforce people. Now, the Heat looked a little bit like the Skyforce tonight. Couldn't shoot straight the entire night. End up scoring 80 points. They score 40 points. Excuse me, 14 points, Greg. In the fourth quarter, they got outscored 31 to 14. I'm not going to be blamed for my Trey Young tweet because uh, it wasn't just Trey Young tonight. It was basically Miami could not do anything offensively. Tyler Hero, three of 12. Kendrick Nunn, three of 12. Uh, Dragic was five of 11. Duncan Robinson did make four out of nine threes. Um, Struess had a brief stint, and Vincent had another stint where they combined to shoot five of 11 from the floor. But but here's the big story tonight, okay? It's not Kelly Olynyk, It's not Kendrick Nunn. It's not Duncan Robinson. It's not even Goran Dragic. The big story is that Bam Adebayo, who you and I praise endlessly here on five on the floor, okay? You declared him no ceiling. We've got T-shirts on our site. We believe he should have been an all-star. But in the past two games without Jimmy Butler, he's only taken 18 shots. Tonight he was three of eight from the floor, five of six from the line. 
two rebounds, three assists, minus five on the game, 11 points. And meanwhile, on the other side, John Collins and, and uh, Clint Capella combined for 27 points and 24 rebounds. So I'll ask you this. There's a lot that is demanded of Bam as a playmaker, as a defender. He's a unique player. But sometimes when you have a max player and he has a certain skill set, it's also demanded that he take over. And I feel like we've had this every time we feel like he's making progress there. You have a couple of games like this, particularly tonight, where it backslides. What happened? So there's a couple different things that I think are worthy of discussion here. One is that, I mean, it's just you can't deny the fact that Bam Adebayo obviously has to be more aggressive. Eight field goal attempts in a game where Jimmy Butler is inactive or not playing is is just not enough. And And there has to be just an element of that where we get to a point where he just without even blinking is shooting, you know, 15 times a game. And, and that's not even a, a discussion point, but, you know, as I watched the game, you know, the inability to run stuff through bam. I, and I tweeted some of this, like from the short corner and the elbows, um, they were using him kind of like a rim runner and they, and they were trying to get some lobs towards the basket. And there was some uneven play that I felt just um, it made them have to rely on outside shots in ways that I don't think was um, conducive to getting bam going. And here's the other thing, like you have him doing all this dribble handoff stuff throughout the season. And it's so instrumental in your offense. It unlocks your shooters. There's so many great things about it. And all of a sudden when Jimmy's out, Bam has to then shift his focus and become a, an alpha scorer. And that's just not what he is yet. And maybe one day he'll become that or have the ability to transform into that for, for periods, but he's not there yet. And when you're running him in sets that are 20 feet from the basket, it makes it even more difficult for him to really get aggressive. So, I mean, there's some of this is on Bam, but there's also, I think some of it is, is kind of how the offense is built. Yeah, no, and I get that. And But here's my question then. Eric Spolscher is going to build his offense to his players' strengths, okay? I mean, sometimes it takes them some time. You know, you talk about the big three where there was that adjustment. They worked on defense mostly in training camp early in the big three tenure. Um, it took them some time to kind of figure out how to get, you know, Dwayne and LeBron to play off each other and Bosch to kind of be that third trigger, right? It takes them some time sometimes. But typically, if he has a weapon offensively, he will at some point figure out how to unleash that weapon. And this is kind of the question that I'm raising. You and I talk a lot about Bam's potential. Bam has no ceiling. Bam can do this. Bam can do that. They see him in practice, at least when they practice, okay, which is not as often. But they know Bam's game at this stage. I've got to believe that if he has all of these skills he can go to consistently, that Eric would be designing a game plan towards those skills. And it seems like you know he doesn't do it even in the games where it becomes obvious to all of us and it, you know Eric is a lot smarter than us that that this is the kind of thing that your your max player again who's a skilled big should be doing and should be trying to exploit now they have a pretty good front line i mean capella is a good defensive player collins by the way i watched collins today and and i know alex and i disagree about some things about collins i see defensive tools there okay i i think he needs to be coached uh you know and obviously in, in atlanta it's been a little choppy they just fired their coach but, but I see defensive tools there. But Bam is going against a relatively big front line there, okay, at least, you know. And and I, so I understand there are some challenges, but there's been a lot of games where you're just like, okay, against Plumlee, against some of these other bigs, like he's just clearly better than. Yeah. And, and yet it's not being designed for that. 
And that's kind of like, uh, you know, that's why I'm, I'm kind of like, why is Folster not seeing something? And if he's not seeing something, are we seeing too much, I guess? No, and, and to your point, like, and this is where it's, it's not all on Spolstra. Like, I, I know that kind of the way that I positioned that sounded as if I was, um, in certain ways, I guess, apo- apologizing for Bam's play by by uh, talking about the circumstances in which he's positioned in the offense. But, like, there is a part of this where he's going to have to embrace that moment where it's like, get the bleep out of the way and go to the basket and get buckets. And um, I don't know, like we've seen it in highlights and, and, and summer league games and, and some of those uh, Miami pro league games where he's done stuff where you can see that he has like that, that bounce to him where he could, uh, you know, take it coast to coast and do stuff like that. And, and sometimes I feel like maybe he doesn't necessarily, get to all of his entire game because he is so such a coachable trying to um, you know, kind of fit in. And there's a part of him where he just needs to be unleashed. And I, I guess it's a maturation process, but right now they can't afford that. They need him with Jimmy out and that, you know, hence, you know, why they struggled tonight and, and Trey young buried them there at the end. Yeah. He, he did bury them at the end. And, you know, look, I mean, that was going to happen with Trey eventually. I mean, I thought you and I were going to be talking about their defense because, I thought they had a really good plan against Trey again. I thought Kendrick played an outstanding defensive game. I, I tweeted that at this point, Kendrick Nunn looks to me like their fourth best defensive player on the rotation behind, you know, Bam, Jimmy, and, and Iguodala. You know, I would put Nunn right there. I thought he did a great job in these two games, even though he struggled a little offensively tonight. He did get to the rim. He was the one guy that was actually trying to do it. He just he got some bad rolls at the rim. I mean, Hero, you know, Greg, there are times that I'm, I'm waiting, you know, I'm thinking that, like last year's hero, like we can talk about the numbers this year being better in some categories, but those kind of, as Spolster says, ignitable bursts, you know, those, you know, that they yeah, don't they're, feel they're, they're less com- and less. They're less and less, right? Like I, I'm waiting for, there were certain situations tonight where it looked like he was starting to feel it a little bit. You can tell it because he gets, you know, he gets a little more creative with his dribble. He's looking for spots to kind of launch and it's just, it's just not happening. And so, Again, you're looking at a team that, you know, has Dragic, who we kind of know what he can do, right, when his legs are under him. You've got Hero, who hasn't really been that guy consistently. Duncan got off a little bit tonight, but again, we, we sort of talk about it, their occasional over-reliance on him and the dribble handoff game. You know, none has been really good for them, so I don't want to criticize him for one bad game tonight. But you talk about all this, and, and again, the fulcrum of it without Jimmy Butler has to be bam and that's why i keep coming back to it he missed one mid-range tonight that i was like okay that's a good look um but i just i just feel like you know he could drop stuff he looked like he did not want to attack capella and you know and that's it's concerning there's no doubt i mean you can't run away from it it's not just all on coaching there's part of that where you have to just take the ball and go yeah and 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 i i don't know when he's gonna when it's gonna click with him or if we're looking at a player who is not really an alpha, but he's a really skilled beta. And look, there were times with Chris Bosch that we, you know, you had to kind of pull it out of him, but there were also those moments, um, you know, in, and I know, look, Chris was a more experienced player, an older player at that point, a, a, a many times minted all-star at that stage. Okay. Who had been a lead guy in Toronto. So I understand who took them to the playoffs. So I understand that there is a distinction here, but also, you know, there were games where, again, you didn't have LeBron, you didn't have Dwayne. I'm, in Atlanta and he's leading Terrell Harris and Mario Chalmers in like a triple overtime game or the game when, you know, LeBron doesn't play out in Portland 
and ends up jumping on Bosch on the court because he made all those plays for them. I, I just, you know, maybe again, we're expecting too much for Bam in season four. Um, you know, a player who was not as highly regarded as Bosch when he came out of college, a player who was never been sort of the best player. And there, and there was a go-to player on his team, not even like Tyler hero has been, but we can't ignore it because it's just, I, I don't know. I, I it's, it's one of those things. It's constructive criticism because you know what you think he can be because yeah. we have seen it at times. Well, we, we have seen and, it. And this is like the existential question when it comes to the heat. It's like when you look at this roster and Jimmy was out tonight, I think you can make a case. Jimmy is the MVP. When you look at this team, what are they three and 10 without Jimmy? So mm-hmm. um, I, he is the most valuable player uh, for in my eyes, because when Jimmy doesn't play, this team stinks. And um, so like, but when I, when I, when I look at kind of the overview of this team, it's all about like when you get to a seven game series against the very best teams and it looks like the very best teams in both conferences are going to have multiple superstars on the, on the court. Like you have to ask yourself if Bam isn't that guy who's going to take over, he may have stretches where he scores well and has 28 point games, but it's not necessarily offensively driven where he is like the offensive uh, alpha. Jimmy's going to do his thing. You have to ask yourself, is this mix of hero and Dragic and Robinson and these guys, are they enough as a unit and Kendrick Nunn, are they enough as a unit to compensate for the lack of upfront talent or do you need to consolidate and that's like this existential question that surrounds this team well it may be a john collins question or or some of that kind of player i mean i don't look bradley beal is not going to be available so at this stage so it's you know and victor oladipo is is not going to change their fortunes i'm sorry i did not the vic that we've seen over the past couple of years does john collins change their fortunes maybe not but i feel like Maybe it would just take pressure off Bam. Like if Bam doesn't want to be that alpha scorer in the front court, John Collins, you know, took more shots than Bam did again tonight. Um, you know, tw- and he's got Trey Young playing with him. I mean, so you know, I mean, he took as many shots as Trey. He took they took twelve each, and and that's what I'm saying. Like you don't have Jimmy out there. Okay, you have Hero, you have Robinson, you have Dragic, but none of them are Trey Young in terms of shot volume. So the shots are there for Bam, and like I said, whether it's scheme, whether it's mentality. He's not taking them, and I, I just I feel like we've ignored it too much on the pod, honestly, in certain nights. And I, I just it was it just became to me too obvious tonight because this was an it, this was an extremely winnable game. Um, it was an extremely winnable game against a team that you know has a new coach. Sometimes teams respond well to new coaches, but you sort of had this thing in yep. hand going in the fourth, and you're like, okay, now the you're takeover's right. coming, and it 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 just it just didn't come. All right, we got one more thing that I want to get to uh, here um, right after the break. Before we do though, I want to tell you about another. Great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You can find them at fivereasonsrealtor.com. Did you know that now is the time to sell a house in South Florida? Prices are at record levels. Your property is probably worth more than you realize. If you're interested in finding out how much, reach out to our guy who does our value place segment. Probably have him on a little bit later in the week. I recommend that you consult Eric Brown. Again, that's at fivereasonsrealtor.com. Huge, huge Heat fan. He's the official real estate advisor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Eric's a real estate professional with several years of experience representing clients from all walks of life. With a Wharton School business education, he's uniquely qualified at identifying property value, negotiating on your behalf, and providing an unmatched level of service. So if you're considering selling or buying a home in South Florida or just want to chat about Heat basketball and or real estate, contact Eric at 305 305- 
305-967-9089. That's 305-967-9089. Or go to fivereasonsrealtor.com. Find out what his specialized professional business approach can do for you today. Again, that's fivereasonsrealtor.com. Spell it out, F-I-V-E, reasonsrealtor.com. Or 305-967-9089. That's our guy, Eric Brown. All right. Next part I want to get to. I mean, now they're under 500 again. 17 and 18. So the best they can do going into the break is 18 and 18. Um, you know, I've heard that Jimmy Butler is, it's not real bad right now. Okay. This is not like a lingering issue necessarily with the knee and the inflammation. He was questionable coming into today. I had said, I thought it'd be better for him just to yeah. kind of shelve it until the break. Um, you know, get, get, get basically what it was 11 days off. But I thought they'd probably win tonight. Um, and now Heat fans are back in panic mode. I know you don't do things just for the fans. But Greg, what would be what would be your play if he feels pretty good, but maybe not a hundred percent? Do you still rest him? You know what? No, I play him. I um, even before this, I kind of was leaning on the other side. Is that I think that if he is feeling well enough to play, that they need to continue to establish what they were during the winning streak, and that was you know largely led by Jimmy. This just um, accentuates that that fact that they need him out there. Every game in the standings, when you look at the way that this fluctuates, I mean, uh, there, there's a chance that they can go into the all-star break, even with this loss as the four seed, and they're not, not going to have any all-star representatives. Like, like that's possible. Um, you know, it may be less possible with the loss tonight, but they could be a five seed or whatever it may be. Um, so I just think that every game counts in a way that um, in a condensed season, maybe normally it wouldn't. So if he feels good, play him. If he's sore at all, or if, if, if any of that is real enough where um he is in 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 any kind of discomfort i would sit him obviously and err on the side of caution but um but that's kind of where i stand i wouldn't just sit him to rest him if that's what you're asking yeah no i get it i i just thought the extended break would do him good um you know i i don't want to panic off one loss and what difference between 17 and 19 18 18 but you're right i mean at the end of the season they've dropped so many games that they probably should have won that you may end up regretting one down the stretch. And, you know, so if you can get one against New Orleans, you beat New Orleans here last time. My lean is still if he's not 100% to sit him, but I can see where you're coming from there. Um, and, and again, I want to say one other thing here on the pod before we close. Uh, should I get back into this again, Greg? There was, again, this sort of, uh, I guess, my report from the other day got aggregated continually over the past three days uh, in a way that was wrong from what i initially stated i again about jimmy butler and being you know his position on the all-star game what i reported here on the pod and greg was the only one with me uh when i did this okay although many of you heard it was that jimmy butler made it known that he did not want to participate in the all-star game unless bam was there he felt bam was more deserving that he didn't want to go unless bam was there i never said that the nba officially extended an invitation you can listen to the tape on that Okay, you can kind of figure out what may have played out behind the scenes. I'll let you do that. But the way that it was aggregated made it seem like I reported something that I did not report. And then it got to Deadspin, and then it got to Barstool. And all I'm going to say is I'm standing by my reporting. My reporting was accurate. What I actually reported, I cannot speak to aggregation. For the fools who decided to come at me on Twitter today and you got blocked, you're not getting unblocked. Okay, I had more blocks than the heat today. So, Greg, does that? do I need to say anything else on it since people said I need to clarify it? Hey, at least somebody today is doing it with blocks. There you go. All right, that's it. So that's all I got to say about that. I stand by our reporting at Five Reasons. If I'm wrong, I will tell you I'm wrong on this in terms of what I actually reported word for word 
I was not wrong. And I have not had my sources come back to me and tell me about that, that I was wrong. So there you go. All right. Have a good night. Uh, we'll probably do floor is yours tomorrow night, I think, because Clutch Corner is going on Thursday. Otherwise, we'll pod. Again, check out our sponsors, not just the two that I mentioned here, Five Reasons, Realtor.com and Chase Signs and Graphics, but also prizepicks.com and mybookie.ag. For both of those, use the code 5 for manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN. See you from American Airlines Arena. Heat lose. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.